Hi, are you a gifted or twice exceptional adult who feels a bit stuck in your journey? Do you have goals and dreams which you would love to achieve, but you don't know where to start or feel a little bit overwhelmed? Or maybe you have a thousand ideas, 500 projects, and get distracted by your own thoughts and would love some support on focus and accountability? Whatever gets you stuck, I wholeheartedly believe that gifted and twice exceptional specific coaching will help you unleash your power so that you can be your most authentic gifted self. I recently embarked on my journey on becoming a gifted and twice exceptional coach. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, please reach out via email at hello at giftedunleashed.com or you can find more information about my coaching offers on the website giftedunleashed.com forward slash coaching. I would love working with you and I would love to get you unstuck. So please reach out and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Unleash Monday, where we talk about the brain, especially the gifted brain, and how does it affect our thinking and experience of the world differently. There are a lot of stereotypes and stigma around giftedness, and I'm here to challenge those. I'm here to raise awareness and to have a conversation around this topic of what does it mean to be a gifted adult. Common experience among gifted folks is that they feel out of place. They don't quite fit in. They are too sensitive, too intense, too emotional, too overexcitable, and too deep thinkers about the world and about themselves. So if you have been called too much of about anything, then this show is for you. My name is Nadia. I'm too loud, too colorful, too bubbly, too bossy, and I love to talk too much. So welcome to my world, and I'm so happy you are here. Welcome back to Unleash Monday. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast where we talk about giftedness and neurodivergence. And I'm super excited to have Ishwari on the show today. Ishwari and I met through a mutual friend and that friend told her to listen to my podcast because she felt that Ishwari could relate. And that actually happened. And Ishwari listened to my podcast and then reached out to me and we talked and It was really beautiful to see her journey up until this point. And recently, she actually figured out what she would like to do as a career. And I don't want to say too much. She will share this on the podcast with us. But I just wanted to let you know that when I started this podcast, I was like, oh, my God, people need to hear this. I'm sure there's people out there who do not know about this topic, who need to know and help empower themselves and help understanding themselves and really figure out who they are and to relieve some pain as well, because not knowing who you are and where you fit in this world can be very lonely, can be very stressful, can be very self-harming. It can be really, really depressing in a way. And so knowing that there's people out there that need to hear this message. I created this podcast and now one and a half years later, and I get feedback from exactly those people I had in mind in the beginning. And these people show up and they're like, I listened to your podcast. It changed my life. Thank you. And I am just 
you know, overwhelmed with joy and like grateful that I could make an impact. I could make a difference in somebody's life. And this is why I'm here. And this is why I keep doing what I'm doing because this message is so important. And I believe in the power of storytelling and the power of people sharing their story so other people can relate because obviously everybody has a very unique story, but there's some overlaps and some parts and that we can relate to. And just sharing my own story probably won't help this whole community. So having this powerful collection of different stories across the globe. And so I don't want to go on a tangent here, but I just wanted to let you know, I'm so happy that Ishuri agreed to come on this podcast and share her own story to empower other women, other people. And she's taking on a whole new level of responsibility, but she's going to share that with us in a moment. So without further ado, here's Ishuri. Welcome, Ishuri. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. Oh my God. It's been such a pleasure to see your journey and see you going through this past few months. And maybe for the listeners to explain like, who you are and how you got to the podcast. Do you want to share a little bit just about yourself and how you found the podcast? Just we start there and then we talk a little bit further back and then further forward. So, okay. So uh, I'm 23. I was going through major crisis. I am still undergoing depression, but thankfully I'm in a happy space now. One of my friends recommended the podcast to me because she listened to it and then she thought she thought of me while she was listening to it so she introduced me to the podcast and then I started finding myself but then I was reluctant because everyone knows what comes and what connotations giftedness has and that's why I tried to phrase it like your first guest uh, phrases it that I'm a zebra I'm not a gifted person so that's how it started. And then I got to know more and more and more and more about giftedness. And finally, then I reached out to you and I talked to you and I bugged you. <laughs> throughout the and just to back up a little bit for the listeners to know, so you're based in India, right? So what what is giftedness in India? Is it a topic or how is it perceived or... Like when you heard the term first, like what was your reactions or? Uh, in India, currently, it, there's no uh, talk around being gifted. At, at the best, I think, as far as I know and I have explored, people talk about the IQ tests at the best. Or if you're extraordinary about something with something, there's no such word called as gifted, but still it has a different connotation, right? Being gifted means that you are some supernatural being like some Iron Man or something like that. And even Iron Man has got chink in his armor. Yet we forget that uh, humans can have that as well. And we just expect these people to be extraordinarily happy satisfied with their life achieve everything and go on extraordinary adventures but no one actually thinks that uh gifted people need nurturing 
So now that you learned about the topic and you could kind of like relate when listening to the stories, looking back on your childhood and your teenage years, can you share a little bit how it was for you and where where do you think retrospectively, oh, that might have been, you know, my giftedness being a little bit different or something Yeah, actually, a few weeks back, I was talking to my best friend and she's known me since I was a baby because we were in the same daycare center and we were the same age. So uh, she was telling me how how every single time if if, uh, some situation was there, everyone put into that situation. My response used to be always something different. And that's why it was easy to pick me out, to pluck me out of it and to point it out and say that, you know, hey, this is not normal. This is not how everyone thinks. And that's why you're not welcome. I can I can now call it maybe a gifted trauma or something like that. I was bullied in my, in the apartment that I live, the kids I used to play with, in the school van I used to travel in and even in the school. My class teacher even went as far as claiming that I need a psychiatrist, I need to see a psychiatrist because I couldn't sit still in the in the classroom while she was teaching. I constantly had to talk. I had to release my energy. And yet somehow when uh, they saw my re- report card, they, everyone was surprised because it was a good percentage. Like out of, I had, I had scored like 85% at that time. So no one expected that of a child who did not play pay any form of attention, who did not have their notebooks complete. My mom had to come and sit down and write my notes so that I had something to study with. So everything was like a big hassle growing up. And now that I look, at, look back at it, um, I I had so much of energy. My parents couldn't control me. No one could control me. My uh, when I was in my junior KG, we had two two class teachers. One used to get pissed at me. Another used to love me. And they used to fight at every parent teacher meeting because uh, one used to claim how amazing I am, and another used to say that she is such a nuisance. <laughs> I can so relate to your story when you said, you know, you talk so much as a child. That was my story, too. And uh, uh, yeah, I had a lot of difficulties in the classroom. I'm curious, what did the psychologist say? Like, she didn't think you were gifted? Or what was the outcome of that? No, actually, it was said in such a negative connotation that, you know, maybe your child is crazy and they may need to see some psychiatrist as if there's something wrong with their brain. My mom started crying. I still somehow have the vivid image in my head. I could, I can still see her breaking down in front of my eyes. So she never took me to a psychiatrist and... Maybe in a way that was good because I would have been maybe misdiagnosed because people still don't know what giftedness in India is. I still can't find a single gifted psychologist in India. So maybe instead of being misdiagnosed, that was better. 
Yeah, and we're going to talk about that, the, the, the lack of gifted psychologists in India just in a little bit. But share a little bit about your, your teenage years, maybe. How did that then transform, you know, throughout high school? How was your experience? And what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you have a clear idea or how did that go for you? I'm asking because I know, I think I know the answer. So. <laughs> Okay, so um, I, at, as I was growing up, I I realized that I always had to be with people. I had, uh, thanks to the overexcitabilities, psychomotor overexcitabilities, I have the, uh, I have this condition of compulsive talking, and uh, I do not look at it as an excuse anymore. I'm just trying to look at it as. It is. It is not a condition. It is not a disorder. It is what it is. I have extra energy, which I need to release. People either have loved me or hated me. There was never in between. Just like my extremism is that either I'm super into it or I'm not into it. And then uh, during the school years, I was just I love fiction and I love fictional characters. So I was watching uh, a TV serial and I there was a cool lawyer. So I wanted to be him. So I wanted to be every cool person to exist uh, that exists on this planet. I wanted to be everyone and I wanted to so be the become the lawyer. And then uh, my father took me to uh, my uncle, who's a lawyer, and then I saw the books and uh, the section numbers to remember, and I got scared, and I left the plan. <laughs> oh, that sounds like me again. I always want to become a lawyer, and then I was like, oh, I'm not good at learning things by heart. Nope, <laughs> different career path for me. So what, what was next? What was your next idea? Then, uh, so in India, we have like three streams that we choose after 10 standard science, commerce, arts. So my mom teaches chemistry. So looking at the chemistry books, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Then comes commerce, uh, which I had no idea about, but I was okay with math. So I, I went with, went on with it. I, although commerce has got nothing to do with, not a lot to do with maths, but still I went ahead with it, but then I realized that then, not then, actually, like six, seven year, years into commerce, I realized that I'm not good at commerce. More than not being good at commerce, I it, it doesn't have anything that holds emotional value. There is transaction, which is interesting. Uh, there's debit and credit. It has got its logic. The math is good that when your balance sheet tallies, it's an amazing feeling to have. When you figure something out by yourself and your teacher praises you for having like brilliant brains, that is an amazing feeling. But uh, it doesn't hold any form of emotional value. And so I finally gave up on commerce seven years. After seven years, like I gave up on commerce three months ago, basically. <laughs> and so what what made you give up or what what was it that changed it? I have a feeling it has something to do with my podcast. Yeah, it, it, it has got uh, to do with your podcast. So 
after i was done with my bachelor's uh, in the second years of my bachelor's i realized that i did not like commerce and maybe i want to change my stream maybe do psychology or something or arts maybe at that time i wanted to be more of a writer because i was writing online and everyone told me that i had my way with words so i could write well and that's what i wanted to be then one day my father sat me down and he told me that writing is a good hobby but you won't become a you won't be able to make a lot of money to make your living out of it so that's when i dropped the plan i stopped writing and that was another thing i think that led to depression and after that then i as i started listening to your podcast i learned so many things about over excitabilities and positive disintegration and what my needs are because for for the okay so one of the things that i knew that i couldn't do commerce i was telling even in my second year uh, in my second year of bachelor's i told my parents that i don't want to do commerce because uh, i i don't i'm not liking it and they told me that you know you have you have to clear this exam and you have another year so you know you're into it so might as well give it a try and then i was also trying for something as prestigious as being a chartered accountant it's a big deal in india so so that's why and even even now even like uh, until few months back as i told people that i'm doing uh, ca i'm trying to be become a chartered accountant they used to look at me with a lot of respect so basically what uh, i did not want to give up on commerce because then i thought that maybe whatever i take up i'll give up on that as well what if, because everyone kept asking me that what if you fail in that as well would you give that up but and i was being harsh with myself saying that why cannot i become this if i have the potential i knew i had the potential i know i have the potential if i put my mind to it i would be able to crack it but what i learned what i learned thanks to the over excitability is your podcast and being gifted was that it had not got to do with uh, how intelligent or how dumb i am it had got to do with what i value and what i need in my life in order to become successful and by becoming successful i mean that in order to pour my everything into it so that i'll be at least a little bit satisfied with whatever i do and commerce was not giving me that satisfaction and i did not have the courage to uh just like i did not have i i kept blaming myself for having this compulsive talking thingy i i blamed myself for so long for not becoming successful in what i had said i had set out for it's this expectation of society right like as you said there's certain profession that get just there are higher standard and people look up to it like being a doctor or being even a lawyer or being a lawyer lawyer doctor then if you become one of those professions or professionals you are successful in other people's eyes but that doesn't mean you're happy or fulfilled in your own life and if you don't know about giftedness or giftedness needs or who you are you also lack this vocabulary or you lack your 
basic self-understanding, I, I would say. So share a little bit more what, how it was for you, how the transformation within you, what what did you go through? Like, I imagine that it wasn't just like you found a podcast and everything was resolved immediately. I think that it's usually a little bit, you know, uncomfortable and unsettling, maybe even a positive disintegration process. How was it for you? Yeah, it, it was as I as I uh, listened to the podcast and then I thankfully I joined your community. And that was another thing that changed so many things about me because I had problems. My friend, I, I kept telling people that I am having problems. I am undergoing depression and I feel it. I feel it in inside me. And But my friends, at first, they thought that it was nothing big, nothing huge. And it was all in my head. And I know it is in my head, but I could see that I couldn't overcome it by myself through your podcast and the community. As I found like-minded people, the, my friend who introduced the podcast to me, was that that's what she was trying to tell me, that being gifted doesn't mean that, you know, you won't have any problem. But if you understand that you're gifted and your brain is wired differently, it functions differently. So if you find like-minded people, they would tell you a way to do it because 98% of the people or 90% of the people have designed the world and give you the tips that work for them. Your brain is wired differently. How would the things that work for them work for you? And that's what it created a padding, you know, so it was like a gradual process. Um, first, it was the podcast, and then I read about it, and then it was a community. And in through the community, it was like the monthly meetings and the monthly topics that we picked out, and then the overexcitabilities and positive disintegration, and then uh, MBTI personality types. So everything, as I researched about it, I found new things about myself. I shared my problems with people around and everyone gave me their input. And that in a way started to build me up. It, that in a way started to bring me out of out of the depression or, or of a mental state that was extremely scathing because my thought process was so toxic at that point that even as I go back now, or even when uh, I used to have this moments through the through those depression when I wasn't trapped in my head and I could look at things objectively, I could see that my thought process wasn't healthy. So it it was like step by step by step by step, everything built me up. And even as I did uh, the artist's way and I did my morning pages, that is where I found my safe place. So it was like little things that I learned about myself that I, that my inner child has been hurt. So I need to treat myself as a child and I need to speak sweetly to it in order for me to listen and to treat myself better. So what I would do is in my morning pages, I would I would talk to myself because previously that's what I struggled with when I tried to ask myself questions, what I wanted, because since I was struggling with my professional decision, I, I, I tried asking myself multiple times that, what do you want to do? We'll, 
pick whatever you want to do and we'll go through it but no answer came from within but after i wrote morning pages for like months after that a voice started responding to me and that is a sweet child voice and even till till date it throws tantrums and that's good that it throws tantrums because it shows that i have emotions and now i can i am equipped to deal with it like an adult like now i have mentally found a place where i'm self parenting myself in a way that i wanted my parents to be because since i was a gifted person my my responses were different my parents they their methods didn't work on me it seemed too harsh as i grew up so now i can tell myself that okay darling okay baby what's the problem someone hurt you it that's okay so you can be a little i've learned at first it seemed so odd to my own ears because the voice in my head was so so harsh but then slowly and steadily i got used to it so yeah sweetheart yeah okay what happened okay he hurt you did he say something what was it okay we'll talk to them we'll find out we'll figure out it's okay i'm there we'll go through it together because that's what i think everyone wants they want a companion they want someone they trust to be there with them when they are undergoing pain when they want someone to hold them to give them a warm hug and tell them that i'm here i know it's hard but we'll overcome this Oh wow and it's so beautiful to see also that like kind of your passion set you free because you said you know writing was your passion and then when your your dad said you know it's not a profession to choose to support yourself and you basically gave up on it but through the morning pages i think you found some way back into writing maybe just for the listeners can you explain a little bit the morning pages because we've mentioned it on the show before and it's Julia Cameron's book The Artist's Way and it's basically a 12 week program where you write these morning pages can you share a little bit what goes in a morning page and what doesn't go in a morning page and how do you do it correctly so it's like a very simple thing the only rule is that you write three pages every single day hopefully it is the uh, the first thing that you do in the morning because then your brain is fresh and it, once you dump everything out then it becomes better to go through your day and maybe you can even organize your thoughts on some days when things used to be hard i used to maybe write them throughout the day or um, when i didn't know like julia cameron explained explicitly mentions this if you don't know what to write maybe for the three entire pages right i don't know what to write i don't know what to write but you have to complete them and uh, every everyone feels that oh that's not a difficult thing to do three pages i'd write them but you can only finish one and a half page and then you're blank and then <laughs> that's when you push and that's when your real problem starts surfacing and most of the people tend to give up once that starts then when that starts happening but then that's the magic persist persist and persist 
And then uh, through Julia Cameron's book, you you get these little tasks which are extremely difficult, but they teach you to be a little bit kind to yourself, to spend time with yourself and to love yourself more and be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, it's very transformational. It's really to unleash your creativity as well and to unlock like a writer's block, I guess. Yeah. But there's no there's no wrong way. As you said, if you don't know what to write, you just write, I don't know what to write for three pages. But there's no way of doing it wrong. So even if you don't have the book, just start writing three pages in the morning and see the magic unfold. Once... You were in the community, you listening to the podcast, you're learning all these topics, but I think you were still then learning about overexcitabilities and the Browski's theory, but I think you were still going through some things. I think you mentioned existential depression. What what did you do then? I, As I was doing the artist's way, I thought that I had overcome the depression by myself as a strong person I am. But I didn't. And um, I was, I I had gotten better. I had created a firm base for myself where I couldn't just spiral into it. And um, I still didn't believe that I'm a gifted individual. And we talked about it. I bugged you. As I found out, uh, the, the most that I related when uh, talk of giftedness happened, I would relate more to the overexcitabilities. So I thought that if overexcitabilities exist, then maybe I'm a gifted person. But then, then I learned that you can have overexcitabilities and you and you can be not gifted. Like they, there's a huge overlap, but they can coexist. They can exist independently. And my first question to Nadia was, am I one of those do I only have overexcitabilities? <laughs> because the doubt was so high in my head. And uh, I remember the day, I, it was last August that I found out uh, about overexcitabilities. And I read a very, very basic article about it and what five overexcitabilities it, there were, there are, and um, uh, what what it entails and what factors does it count in. And I, I couldn't stop crying because all the, all giftedness or Dabrowski's work did was everything that I had been told as a kid that or as an adult that this is wrong about you. This is wrong about you. You need to change this. They were going ahead and telling me that they, those things aren't my liabilities, but my assets. And that's what shook me and that's what I wanted to deny so much because a part of me was so visceral because for all these years, everyone told me that I am a bad person and I'm I'm wrong to have those things. But someone is telling me that they are good things to have and how dare they tell me, how dare they give me hope. And that's what was, you know, shaking uh, and I couldn't stop crying. I I just, it just, you know, it was such a violent reaction towards it that I I, I still can't forget because, because 
being an overexcitable child. I, I remember telling my friend, I was crying. I was, my sister was sitting next to me. I was talking to my friend and I was crying that if this is what giftedness, being gifted means that I don't want to be gifted. And why do I have to, uh, why do I have to have this gift? And I'm cursed. I'm not gifted. I'm not blessed. And this is so wrong. And I, I kept telling them because as a kid, as I wanted to talk so much and I had so much of energy, I I cried for for the little me or the child because all I wanted to do was play. All the child that wanted to do was play, have fun and talk to people because people were amazing to that kid. And that is what the kid was denied of. And that's what, you know, that's what made me the most uncomfortable. <sighs> yeah, it it is always very emotional finding out and uh, uncovering this truth, isn't it? And that the first reaction is, why hasn't anybody told me? And how can I return this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to take it back. Whoever, if God doesn't exist, nature, please take it back. I don't want this. So, but recently you started, I think, embracing it a little bit more. And you reached out to a few people in the broader community of giftedness. Do you want to share a little bit? Because I think you still had some doubts or you, you reached out for more help and support. Yeah, so... What happened was uh, that I I was going through this, what I want to do as a profession because I was turning older and older and uh, and things weren't working out because I worked in a CFM and I did not like the work. So I, so I gave up on the job and I was sitting at home idle and still not being able to figure out what I wanted to do. I had certain options in my head, but nothing... One of the things that drove me nuts was nothing seemed compelling enough to dedicate myself to it. Call it uh, being gifted or the depression. It's everything seemed so shallow and meaningless that I did not want to do it. Uh, so I I went to uh, I my father is currently living in a different city because uh, of his work. So I went there. I. Uh, sat down and he he talked to me if you're going through hard time maybe take an aptitude test maybe type talk to a psychologist but I knew that if I told them that I'm gifted they'd laugh at me they'd they'd think I am crazy so I was frantic at one point I was very very frantic so I wrote an email I, I just took randomly people I know from the gifted community uh, from off the cuff from Google and I just wrote the email to them and I uh, attached two of my morning pages extracts in it and I mailed it I told them that I don't so I'm unofficially diagnosed as a gifted individual and I don't know where my gift lies if I am one and uh, I sure don't have a high IQ. And I just negated all the possibilities that I'm not gifted in a spiritual way. I'm not in, uh, emotionally gifted, interpersonally, intrapersonally. And this is what I'm going through. My head is a dark space. And I am, I, I have given up on myself, but I don't want to give up on 
the people around me because they have supported me even if their help wasn't as beneficial being non gifted i still cannot bring myself to give up on them because that would be unfair so i don't know what to do at this point so can you please guide me or guide me to a psychologist because i'm not finding any in india so i just randomly took the emails from google and i mailed it to them and i did not think that i would get a reply but i did thankfully i did i learned about tris wells through your podcast so i had mailed to her uh, so she replied to me and another psychologist uh, he actually it 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 was so interesting and so heartwarming for me that uh, i had gotten a email that was that wasn't even their personal email that was in some organization they were working at that point and i drew, i mentioned their name so the person who was working there they forwarded to that person and that person responded to me so that actually shows how much the community cares about each other and they have not met me they have not seen me they have no personal interest to guide me yet they took out the time to reply they to, uh, they shared they shared uh, sites and uh, the works that i uh, i need to read if i want to overcome existential depression and they uh, shared the resources and then i uh, then chris talked to me and chris offered me to help and now i'm getting my therapy uh, with her so that's how much people here care and that is what was so baffling and heartwarming to me because i was i was screaming for help for so long and it was the gifted community who just took me in without any further questions like you did like chris did and and even just reading the works uh, living with intensity by michael piovsky or watching uh, linda silverman's linda silverman's youtube videos the conferences that she uh, that she took and uh, jim delisle's work and about underachievement that uh, you had shared the video on the community so rather actually it was uh, jim's idea that that i borrowed because someone wrote an email to him and that's how i got the idea because i was so frantic i thought that i was going to get misdiagnosed and i did not want that to happen so i'm finally now getting help that i needed and that is so heartwarming that is so comforting and actually at one point of time i had given up on hope on hoping but finally it seems that you know this time i won't come out more shattered as i'm uh, having more hope to get better this is such a beautiful story and especially showing this community and i was also entering this space not knowing anybody and i was like well i need to create a podcast and i just randomly reached out to people and everybody was so nice and helpful and really from like embraced me and i had such hard imposter syndrome but people were saying what you do is needed and for me showing or being able to have you on the podcast because you 
or people like you were the reason why I thought I need to make a podcast so that people can learn about this topic. And I think you already now actually are on the path of knowing what you want to do with your life and you set huge goals. Do you already want to share or is it too early to say that publicly? Uh, maybe I want to share uh, because I think it's maybe important. And if someone uh, who's out there and listening, maybe if they're inspired, we need more people. So uh, the day before I was going to talk to Chris, I had uh, I had narrowed down uh, my future possibilities to two things that either I wanted to be a LGBT community, uh, LGBTQ community social justice lawyer or I wanted to become a gifted adult psychologist because I couldn't find any in India. So I thought that maybe many, many people must be going through the things that I'm going through and maybe they also may undergo existential depression and it's not a good feeling. That's why I thought that Maybe this is something that I actually dedicate my entire life to because there's so much to do. Because uh, people still, even in the most developed countries where uh, giftedness is talked about, people are still focusing and emphasizing on be uh, on gifted children and no one is talking about gifted adults or gifted trauma or what it is and what it means to grow up as not knowing that you're gifted and then unpacking this entire gifted trauma thing because it sure leaves its scars. You are bruised and if you don't treat the bruise properly, then it can become fatal. So you're becoming a gifted psychologist for adults in India, the first? Yes, <laughs> and you know that's a huge market and I'm, I'm just saying it out here that if anybody else in all of Asia has wants to support Ishwari in her endeavor because we need more I think you, you won't be sufficient to serve all of India but you're a start and you're an inspiration and I'm so excited to have you in the community to have you here and Thank you so much for sharing your journey. Is there anything else you would like to share? Something you wish people knew? Something you wish you knew earlier? So undergoing depression and having, knowing the feeling when you can't even get out of the bed and just constantly undergoing anxiety because I think, I think uh, it is rightly said so that uh, it is more often than not or it is mostly the gifted individuals who undergo depression because since we have the brain power to do do it, we we just microanalyze every single thing and it, it is actually good when used for a good cause or, or a good thinking. But if we try to micromanage or put at every single action and word under a microscope, then it becomes harder and harder. And every single day, then it's a spiral loop that, you know, you, you just fall into this endless pit. And 
you don't know who to trust you don't know what to trust and i i don't think i've met any person or will ever meet any person who would whom i go to and tell them that they are gifted and they just accept it immediately so there's a lot of rejection there's a lot of pondering you, you need to educate yourself uh, more because giftedness doesn't look one way it can it has its own facets and you can be gifted in so many different areas and so many different ways and it is we still need to research about it so i think one thing that everyone can keep in mind that it's hard today and i i you know it is something that used to drive me nuts when people used to tell me and uh, when i used to hear it that everything happens for good and i hated that phrase but now that i look back at it today uh no it's <laughs> worth it <laughs> oh thank you for sharing is there anything else you wanted to say maybe just that uh if if you if things are difficult for you try the pro trip pro tip that i got that maybe do only select three tasks a day and don't overwhelm yourself as gifted individuals we tend to run into one burnout uh, to another so keep in check of your energy because since you have this explosive energy take time to recharge never ever let that energy level go into negative never let it dip into negative always keep it in positive it should be always on top of the graph not downside thank you i think i just needed to hear that from you today because that's something i need to work on so thank you so much ishwari for reminding me and it's such a pleasure and just a gift to have you in the community to have you and to be able to you know to talk to you because you reached out to me and i think you learned something from me but i learned as much if not even more from you so thank you so much for being here for sharing and i'm wishing you very very good luck on your journey of becoming the first ever psychologist for gifted adults in india so thank you and Bye. Bye. I hope you liked this episode and I hope you're cheering Ishwari on wherever you are and sending her lots of positive energy and lots of strength to follow through with her plan of becoming the first gifted psychologist in India. I'm so inspired by Ishwari's story of not knowing what to study and then coming up with this amazing plan. Uh, I'm just in awe and I'm wishing her all the best and we keep you updated on her journey. And if you have a message for Ishwari, you can send an email to hello at unleashmonday.com and I will forward it to her. And if you want to follow what's happening on the podcast, then please subscribe to the newsletter. You can find the sign up link on the website at unleashmonday.com. And you also find the community for gifted and twice exceptional women on the website. So I'm really happy to be able to serve you to share stories and information and be there for you in your own journey. And I hope to see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Bye.